0: DeVito's back, everyone. Were Episode Casey? 80, 89. We're about to be 90 next week. I can't believe we're going to hit 100 this year, but let's not count our chickens before they hatch. Episode 89. Great news, everyone. Steve DeVito's back. Steve, how are you, buddy? No hockey tonight.
1: No, it was an earlier practice tonight, so back home It's going to be on Spotify, but that's
0: hilarious. <laughs> hey, does hockey still have a um, rink issue?
1: No. No. Uh, he plays at the largest uh, collection of rinks in North America, actually. Cool. Yeah, Mal- the Marlboro uh, New England Sports Center. It's The, Is largest the Guinness Sports Book of World Records? World Records? Wow, shout out. They hey,
0: speaking of Guinness Book of World Records, Case, welcome. Good to see you. If you could be in the Guinness Book of World Records for any record, what would you be in this? I don't know. If Remember, there are children listening right now. Yeah, it's appropriate. <laughs> Well, if there's a Guinness Book of World Records for a new cat owner. I have,
2: I have a record. What? Only undefeated regular season in, in Milford League history. Nah, they didn't make yeah. it to Guinness. No one cares about it. We got to spend an application.
3: Yeah.
0: Pete, I feel like you both have a uh, clever answer to this, and congrats on the new cat.
3: I have no clever answer to it, and uh, thank you. Steve, Pete got a
0: new cat. What should you name it? Oh. What that's color not, did you... That's not a good – oh, wow, Steve, great question.
3: It's uh, it's like orange and white and all that, all those crazy types of colors. But then it's got a black and orange tail.
0: Ooh, tiger! No, new no case would say no. that such lack of creativity. I don't, I'll send a, I don't I'll like that. Well, send a I'll, picture. well, if you, if you, if you can think of a good name for Pete's cat, feel free to send it along our Instagram page. Tony the Tiger needs a new home. Hey, I had someone reach out to me about the uh, the little gimmick I started last week. Did you guys like that fun little thing? Mike, has anyone ever told you that you kind of sound like Harry Carey from uh, Saturday Night Live? No, but someone reached out to me about this gimmick, so I'm gonna do it again. All
3: which right. one? Which one? The past teams or? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, um... yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So I'm gonna do. It's just it's just fun. Good way to reminisce. I'm and before I planned this one, so I was doing it yesterday, and I said I'm gonna go back to a fun year. Okay, so the year I went back to, um, I now forgot to write it down, but it's like 2006. It was the 300 point year. Oh. It was a good years. So this well this this game, I will tell you, took place in week five. The final score of this game, you ready for this? This is why I want to do it. It was an exciting game. It was a like we were playing in the 60s and 70s that year. 390.2 to 370.4. Here are the quarterbacks, and then I'll kind of work my way down. Quarterbacks were Brett Favre versus Jake Delhomme. They almost tied. They both had 52 points. So, Brett Favre, Jake DeLome. Any guesses on the managers? No. Wasn't Jake DeLome a duddy?
1: I feel like Jake played was on Duddy's team.
0: All right, no formal guess. I'll leave it there. The tight ends in the game, Antonio Gates and E. Johnson. And I will tell you, E. Johnson led the game in scoring 73.4 <laughs> points. Who do you even think E. Johnson done. was?
3: Eric Johnson
0: of
3: uh, the Eric Johnson, 49ers. He's a tight end on
2: the
0: uh, 49ers. Married to Jessica goes. Simpson. So he was, but he was actually on the Saints. Tight ends, Eric Johnson versus Antonio Gates. Any guesses?
3: Uh, one of the teams is is Breen. He has mm-hmm. the Favre and Gates team. I know that.
0: So Gates is with DeLome. So it's DeLome and Gates. Oh. DeLome, and and Gates. DeLome and Gates is space.
3: Okay, well, Favre is the one with Breen, I think.
0: Favre. Johnson, and the receivers were Plaxico, Rasheed Caldwell, and Terry Glenn. Once I give away the running backs on the other Ross team. Here, I don't know. With their only win of the season, Steve Ross DeVito Grimaldi. guesses correctly. Ross Grimaldi finished 1-13, 10th place in the league. His starting roster was Brett Favre, Plaxico Burris, Rasheed Caldwell, Terry Glenn, Deuce Daly, Corey Dillon, Eric Johnson, the bus in his flex Jason Elam in the Tampa Bay defense. His opponent, Jake DeLome, Antonio Gates, great receiver pairing, bad trio. Reggie Wayne, Santana Moss, and Jay McCarran's. Was that my team? Justin McCarran's, Tennessee Titans. Not your team. Thank God. Also had Deshaun Jackson in the flex. Here's my giveaway. Warwick Dunn was in run one running back, and then they forgot to put in a second running back. Andy DeVita. Andy DeVita. <laughs> he, he
1: used to have – Santana Moss kind of gave it away from me. He had Santana on his team. So much has changed for Andy.
0: So much has changed. <laughs> yeah. He had Deshaun Jackson, too. Deshaun Jackson. Was, I knew you guys I, – well, I looked. I said, who. I went to the standings and Ross had won one game. And I was like, who Who did Ross beat? And then I went and obviously he who, won a game where Andy – like, like three, four, and then all of a sudden in five, six,
1: we went from like 300, 400-point games to 65.
0: I think there was one year when I was doing the research, we didn't use decimals. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what we were thinking. All right, but that's it. So Andy and Ross back in 2005 or so, week five. Um, Speaking of week five, we just wrapped up our week five. Exciting week, some big points, a lovely return to the boom from another member of the league not named DJ Dates. Uh, Pete, give us the week five recap. Uh, and then we'll go game by game and get some reactions. Steve, great to have you back.
3: You got it. All right. Uh, we can review the boom of the week. Before I get started, next week will be our 50th boom. Uh, just a little bit of a milestone there. So, it is. Uh, a special one to uh, mark on the calendar there. So the 49th boom goes to Christian Dadarian, 189.38 decimals included here, Mike. This one ranks 17 out of 49. Uh, it is Christian's first boom of the year. Yeah, so cool. uh, it is his third boom all time. Um, one eighty nine is the fourth highest score of the year. Shout out to Lloyd. Put out one eighty eight. That was the uh, top five score as uh, for the season as well. But he gets nothing. Uh, beast of the week goes to. It was happening while we were recording. DJ Moore, not just any sort of beast. This was an all time beast. Wow, he's yeah, looking win well. 33 points. <laughs> What a piece of junk. Uh, he, this one ranks one out of 49. Uh, he's never been a high scorer before, a weekly high scorer. Um, but big performances lately. If you remember last week, uh, McAllister had a top nine performance. Uh, we have mm-hmm. the all-time performance here from Moore. And um, we can only give out one beast a week. But if we if we could give out two, uh, Jamar Chase had 60 points. That would have been sixth all-time. Yep. List. Yep. So, uh, big
0: performances all around. I love the offense in the NFL coming back. It's really great yeah. when there's this much, this much excitement. Yeah. Takes a couple. Uh, going deep. Who do you think? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, good boy. Mac Jones, maybe. No. <laughs> DJ Moore. Did DJ Moore have a long play?
3: No, it was uh, Christian Watson, seventy-seven yard catch. Oh yeah, he did. Uh, that well, one a lot lot ranked.
0: Of a lot of superlatives for the chosen one. Do you have anything on there about <laughs> quarterback who played the least amount of games? Do you have anything on that? No.
3: no. <laughs> um, this one ranked uh, 18th. It was pretty good. Uh, Aiken. Had a 72-yard run, but then he got on the IL, so that one stinks. Brees Hall also had a 72-yard run. Be on the lookout for Brees Hall. He he got the, the going deep in week one, and he was number two here. He is a big play running back. I had no idea. Scoring summary.
0: This is up. It was a high-scoring week.
3: We had four weeks so far. They were 116, 138, 140, 136. 143. 131, 135. 131. Wow, you guys are way off. Casey, what did you say? 129. No, wow, way off. 139. So the last- I said 143. You guys are way off. You don't uh, <laughs> So if you really slow it down, it's been 138, 140, 136, 139 the last four weeks. So that week one where it was 116 looks like a real outlier. Um, that was probably brought down by Mike and I's, wow, 68, <laughs> You guys went back to 2006. Uh, if you're interested, week six last year, the average score was 125. So it was a low week, and Lloyd boomed. Also, seems like he's heating up right now. So, could be a sign of things to come. That is the week in review.
0: Case, do you want to give us our picks recap? And do we usually do that after we do our week in review?
2: Whatever you want, Mike. I'm at the ready. <laughs> Let's go for it, and then we'll go game by game. <laughs> Surprising bounce back week. The winner in the picks this week was Pete DeLuca with a four and one week. Should have been five. Big big bounce back after the zero and six week last week. Uh, Kelly stays steady Eddie with three and two record to hold the top spot overall at eighteen and seven on the year. Devito, despite cheating and watching the games before submitting his picks, finished two and three. The worst of the week. I was three and two as well. And those are your weekly pickups.
0: Steve, can you just admit that's what you did?
1: It's okay. No, it's not what I did. I, I genuinely did not like my team this week.
0: No, you I'm not said, worried about mine. My... Two versions of the picks. Yeah, me. The mine and yours is fine. It was a close enough game. You picked. I sent, I sent the picks to you. What was it? The second quarter of that game. Yeah. I think you cheated. It's okay. Um. Yeah, or... you right. I, I lived into Sunday and flew back into Thursday night to send the picks. No, it's Justin Fields. You would do that. You would do that. Yeah. If you time traveled, you would do that. If you were a time traveler. Like, I, I appreciate you think that highly of me. Thank you. Steve, if you could travel in time, would you rather travel back in time or forward in time? You can return to present day. Either either, either way you go. Good question. Thanks, Brett. So can you change some of what you did? That, you had the first go.
1: With, I think I'd go forward.
0: Where would you go? Well, you could pick where you go. Where do you go? You're really getting way too deep right now. All right, Pretty fine. New Jersey.
2: Sounds nice. Pete, there you go. Pete, we go to New Jersey. Case? <laughs> I would fast forward to 23 years from now when I'm not paying college tuition and I can freaking spend my own money on myself. <laughs> I mean, in the future, you still would have already paid for it. So it didn't really work. Well, I'm I'm there already. I don't have to live through the next 20 20 years.
0: <laughs> right. Feels like a fun take, question. All right, well, let's, care, go guys, let's, go, let's go back it's let's really go back. Really let's go back. Let's go back in time. Part. Let's go back in time now, guys. Let's go back in time right. to week five. Mm. Steve, you don't want to play my game. I won't make you play my game. I'd obviously go back in time. Um Meet my wife again. Oh God! Please, she doesn't even listen. Like she's probably like, "What are you? T- what are you laughing at? Why do you laugh all the time yourself?" Right. Insewau. Who was the game of the week? Case, I gave you game of the week honors. Correct. Let's go. Game of the week. Our former undefeated number one team is now a defeated team. Still hangs in the fourth, first spot, four and one. A great win for innis moves up to three and two over five hundred. Pete, give us the recap on Jumbos going down to the big rides.
3: Yeah. Uh, Jeff improves to three and four against uh, Casey since 2018. Jeff also snapped Casey's four-game winning streak. Jeff uh, also snapped that 14-0 and streak against CJ, so look at him snapping streaks left and right. Um, things are starting to come together for Jeff. He got bad performances from Jackson and Taylor, who both came back, or, or both really didn't have good showings. Taylor coming back in his first game, but I think it's turning into an initial year, and uh, I'll get into that more later.
0: Love to hear that beat. Brad, let's go to you first. A big theme we're going to get on week five is we had some pretty substantial injuries affecting a number of teams. Case, you had likely the most substantial player who's now out for the next couple of weeks. So you didn't feel good about your game. You picked yourself to lose. You then lose Jefferson and you have a pretty poor coaching game. Jordan Love didn't look good. Team just didn't perform. Let's talk Jefferson though. So i didn't expect this game tell us what your thoughts are now you have to go into four weeks without justin jefferson how do you think about rebounding from that and give us your thoughts in the game from last week
2: yeah just bad karma this team's never going to see cooper cup and justin jefferson in the same starting lineup probably for for a while so that that's the the kick and the pills um yeah i guess i was in the spot where i wanted to be going into monday night i had the quarterback stack and Devonte adams in strikable distance just flop center. So as much as Jefferson's six pointer hurt, I was still in a position to, to win and those guys flopped on Monday for me. So uh bad week, but I thought Inez was gonna win this week, so kind of what I expected, I guess. It's
0: a soft landing. <laughs> I listened to the pod. The th- I don't like the Thursday night pod. I, I proved my pick em am right. <laughs> I didn't listen to the Thursday night pod till yesterday on my way home from work, and you and you were like I'm loving the love duber stack. And I was like, I don't remember either. Nah, you shouldn't have loved him. Um, dude, dude, they've had a nice little connection, Mike. Thinking about the Duber.
2: Loves put up Loves put up four straight 20 plus point games and then he put up an eight spot when I actually played him. So
0: Steve, welcome back. No injuries on Jeff's team to talk about. Tank Dell has a cue. He appears to be healthy. He should be back. Probably and potentially not in Jeff's starting lineup, which we'll get to in a second. Taylor's back did nothing. In his Moderate game, but he gets the win. Innis is feeling good. I'm sure you feel the same. Give us your thoughts as you watch this game unfold. So, to,
1: to go back to the Jefferson injury, I don't know if you guys saw this today. Here's the issue with Jefferson. I don't know if you guys read this. If the Vikings are out of this, they've already admitted they're not going to bring him back. Everybody read it. It's the blue tag. <laughs> so that. That's Stop. the case. It, you you, you treat the like the question. <laughs> There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> <laughs> so you're never going to have. Tough
2: you know what stunk about this game, Mike? I had my nephew's uh, third birthday party, and we're watching the game outside and having a good time. What's and- his name? Easton. Easton. Kevin's Happy kid-, kid. Happy birthday, Easton! Just turned three. Spider-Man theme. Big Spider-Man kick right now. Good for him. So the worst part about it was the George Pickens break for the touchdown. I was like, anybody with yeah, Pickens kid. on this play? See you. would you
0: rather be spider-man or
2: batman what rather
0: be spider-man or batman spider-man he's got cooler real means
2: Spider man actually has superpowers batman is just a rich guy that fights crime so i'd rather be spider-man what
0: so i'm fine with the answer though awful take batman bad batman take all right well let's go to the next game um speaking of bad takes way to take a 66 point night one and lose pete give us the recap devito stumbles over uh, the teetering and exceptionally injured chosen ones. Um, give us the, the recap, and then we'll have Davido talk about whatever he wants to talk about Pete. Yeah. Uh, Steve,
3: you improved to four and three against Mike in the last, uh, since 2018, uh, and Steve's won two in a row. I thought Steve's quarterback Burrow was going to be the problem. It turned out to not be a problem. He threw for what? Three touchdowns, 300 yards. So, uh, turns out the problem was Kaleli's quarterback who exited after only four points. That's Anthony Richardson for those listening at home. Uh Mike, your decision to play Anthony Richardson only get four points. You could not be saved by the greatest performance in the history of fantasy, which also came on your roster this week. That's how bad of a managerial move it was.
0: Yeah. Steve, talk about what
1: you want to talk about? <laughs> Injuries are piling up for the ones.
3: Click those blues.
1: Oh. You guys might oh, not know this, this. Are you a little concerned at the injuries on your roster right now? Moving yes. Forward? I, I, do, I worry really worry. have a roster together.
0: Yes. The whole team you? is hurt. You're going to make some moves? You get Kyler. We'll talk about it. You guys are going to get mad at me when we talk about what I'm doing this upcoming week. But, no, I'm not trading for Kyler. Um, you should. I think this is my tough week. I think a couple of guys a couple of guys, are about to come back. Who's coming back? What are you, Belichick? And then Christian Watson. This is, a, this is going to be a tough week. We'll get to that. Case, okay, so let's bring you in. I don't want to – to, to lose two guys in the first quarter of their game is a tough break. DeVito's team's pretty solid. So I talked in the recap a lot about the Hill-Brown-Pollard stack. Pollard still hasn't done much, and Steve is sitting at three and two. So when you look at his roster, I want you – I'm a big bottom of the roster guy. He has a few guys in there that I think are teetering. It's a real question now, what does Steve do? So gets the win, good win, another huge Tyree game. Burrow appears back. Talk to me a little bit about the bottom of that DeVito roster. The Alexander Madison play He keeps going there. Fine week, but 13 points from a starter. And then the Ingram spot, that tight end position, has not been good beyond Andrew. So give me the thoughts for you on a huge win from DeVito, come from behind win, and getting up to 164, which is a good turnout for the league.
2: Mike, I don't want to talk about that. I want to ask Steve a question. <laughs> Steve, what's what's your See, scale everyone what's your scale? <laughs> what's your scale of worry on, on Tony Pollard right now? Like how worried are you about him? Because he hasn't performed, and that was a big off-season acquisition for you.
1: I'm actually kind of excited because he hasn't done anything. And even when he has done nothing, he's still found a way to get 10 points. So some point here he's gonna he's gonna blow up. And I actually think it's gonna be this week.
2: 10 points is
0: the new zero, so. so okay, yep. Well, exactly. speaking of the new zero, let's go to the next game. Whoa, baby. That was bad. Spades loses by 100. <laughs> Talk about a lock of the century pick. <laughs> Give us the recap. Lloyd, almost booming, beats the tallest guy in the league. Holy cow,
3: yes. Yeah, uh, Larkin is 3-0 and against CJ now. Um, oh, my that. god. You know, Lloyd put up 171 against CJ last year was the biggest blowout of the week. He put up 188 here, and it was the biggest blowout of the week again. So the last two, Lloyd has like made it personal. He's like actually like destroyed him. Um, if you're, uh, if, you're starting, uh, Jones, uh, if you're mad at Devita for starting Andrew Jones, if you're mad at Devita for starting Andrew Jones. Spates over here started two people that had zero points. So anyway, 78 points. That was the lowest score of the season if you don't count Mike and I's week one performances, which we all talk about. We shouldn't. So go ahead.
0: Steve, don't look. How many points were on Spates' bench? He's been the 100-point bench guy. How many points were on his bench this week? 95. Nope. Two. <laughs> yes. Talking two. about managerial work, he
2: has the most buys on any team possible, almost, to feel the roster. And he put up two zeros. I just
3: – Two zeros.
2: Two zeros. I, I did Double a little time.
0: analysis on playoff teams and – Any time he doesn't make it? The last two years we is the first time we had the 17-week, so I was looking. I'm saying, what? how many games do you have to get to? One, the last two years, we've never had a one-on-four team make the playoffs. Spates is in trouble. Two, we've had, I think, nine wins is the number. Last year, uh, in 2022, last year, we had an eight-win team, but I think you got to get to nine wins. I mean, Steve, I'll go to you. Here, is there a world where Spates has a roster that he can get eight wins with from now till the end of the year? No. No. What do you do? What do you He has pieces that are tradable. If you look at First it, of all, good he, job. He, as could, question. he could move an Eckler. He could, like, if you again, we always talk yeah. about if you want to compile keepers, you want to get youth. He could move Eckler, he could move Evans. Then he has DK that's capped. He, I he think, could,
1: Mike, you could go right down the list and say he could move Fields, he could move Olave, he could move no, you. no,
0: but he wouldn't do that. That's a bad he analogy. He could move anybody, he can move no. Anybody. no. No, Steve. Why? why would why would a team that stinks is not going to be good trade a twenty two year old receiver like Chris Olave? He's not trading Chris Olave. He's Mike, not trading Deontay. Like, relax. I'm just kidding. You, you just want to read a roster.
1: I was I was mocking you. Relax. Hey, I one, do think, a, I do think he should he should consider moving Eckler.
2: He really should. Lloyd Lloyd He'll texted me after the win. He goes, "Good luck making fun of me on this week's pod."
0: <laughs> um
2: hey lloyd you didn't you didn't boom
1: <laughs> didn't,
0: didn't he send a message out yeah, to to shook, to away your
2: best opportunity all year dude
3: <laughs> nice win though
0: <laughs> pete do you trust lloyd's team yet 188's a lot of points do you trust his team yet no,
3: I think uh, I think he has uh, a chance this week, but I don't think he's a playoff team. If that's what you mean,
0: you still feel is the, what is there anything you'd need to see out of his team? Is it two weeks over 160? Is it a Drake London putting it together because he boomed and two it was pedestrian. Two has been great, and in two was an average NFL quarterback this weekend. What yeah, do you need to see the- in week six to feel like oh, I could see Dan making the playoffs? A win, probably. Yeah, the same thing I saw week one through
3: four. I want to see uh, – I want to see him do it consistently over a couple of weeks first before uh, – it was a great win, but, you know, it happens. Anyone could do that.
0: Well, let's go to another guy who's the king of consistency. Don't call him the comeback for nothing, gang. Hey, Pete, who's better cousin, you or Andy? In what, in what regard? Last week, baby. Give us a recap. DeLuca takes down <laughs> Danita.
3: Um. Andy against me. So now I'm five and four against Andy. So I guess me, um, I've won a uh, four in a row against him too. Have you really?
1: Yeah,
3: that's pretty good. I've just been slapping him around. Uh, Indy and Tennessee was the difference, uh, this game actually, because Henry was really stopped and it seemed like the game flow went to go the uh, favor Hopkins. So that went to my favor and, and it was points legitimately taken off his team and putting onto mine. So, um, I think he's got some issues with team management. It's the second week in a row that he, uh, Started Jones and it cost him a spot. I reached out to him for a quote and he responded back with, "Ah, uh, I don't know, guy."
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, you like Pete a lot. I do. You uh, want to say you want to say anything nice to him? Pete could win, buddy.
3: Thank you. Not, not,
2: not that it would have mattered because um, nobody on his bench scored enough points, anyways. But he played an injured guy for the second week in a row and he, he only he lost by a an easy amount to make up with just stubbing one
3: guy like yeah this one like, did cause
2: andy andy's uh andy won his title last year we'll probably see him again in a couple of years
0: uh, i don't know guy steve, I mean, steve we, we asked this question guy. two weeks ago i don't recall your answer but jacobs henry jones jones hasn't played henry's doing his thing who today are you most concerned about for Andy out of those three? Derek Henry. Why? Quick draw, baby.
1: Uh, there is a there is a young running back there who's starting to take some snaps from him. They cannot keep a lead because Ryan Tannehill stinks, which is going to take away from him being able to grind down the clock at the end of the game, which is where he's been getting a lot of his uh, points in the past. So I think uh, Henry is the, in the most trouble.
0: Yeah, me too. He doesn't look as quick as he used to either. He's getting old. He That's also is. He's he involved in the game. Say that again, Brian. He's got
1: some tread on those tires. He's not involved in the passing game, and they're they're behind all the time because Tannehill stinks. Brian, you use
0: a lot of idioms. You know it. The idiom guy. Well, you speaking of someone who, who should turn into an idiom guy, let's go to the last game, guys. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, Kev. Pete, you ready? Uh, with Breen? Breen. Darian. Yeah, the battle what of the uh, – What do you think Christian and Kevin talk about? We
3: uh, we said the Rose – they talk about their glory days at Roosevelt Park.
2: Isn't that a
0: new segment,
3: Mike, a new bit
0: you want to do? Wait, Steve, you
2: –
1: I was going to say, we'll
0: talk glory days at Roosevelt Park. Steve, you are an umpire. That's very true. Who's a better umpire, Christian or Kevin? They
1: both umpired. That's right. Uh, I'd say Christian. Christian or Vellani? Oh, Vellani. Who was, the guy? Who was the
0: guy? Who was the adult? Pat Holmes?
1: Matt Holmes. Matt Holmes. Funny story. Matt Holmes yeah. umpired uh, Luca's Watch 10-year-old that. All-Star game this summer. What? what? Yeah. How old is he? He's driving a bus now in town. He's <laughs> retired, driving a bus. Good for him. Yep. He drove the he, – he's – Drives us all in the spring, often, actually. Wow. Yep.
3: Mike, what would your strike three call be?
1: Oh, ring him up. Throw
0: it. Ring.
1: <laughs> oh, you're a chainsaw guy, huh? Oh, yeah. You
0: got to throw it first, though. <laughs> Are you a... <laughs> All right, well, Darien struck out Breen this week. I think Breen forgot to bring a bat to the batter's box. Let's get the recap. The dented Louisville slugger, Kevin Breen, Goes down to the tinfoil bat. Boom of the week, Christian Dadarian.
3: Yeah, I think I would have done the uh, bow and arrow. Christian needs to really crowd the plate as a hitter. Hey, it's my turn. Be quiet. Uh, Dadarian is now five and six against Breen. Uh, Breen is on a four-game winning streak, so uh, this one was rare for Christian. Uh, Christian only five points away from doubling up Breen. Um, So everyone's locked. It hits here, so good job, Christian. Okay, go ahead, Brian.
2: No, dominating (laughs) feature right there, like you're trying to impress somebody.
0: Unmute. on honor. Um, I, I don't. Steve, I'll go to you for this one first. Ramandre. Right. ready?
1: Yep.
0: Ramondre, Jalen Waddle. Who are you more worried about?
1: I'm not worried about Waddle.
0: No. Okay. So Ramondre. So- Absolutely. <laughs> Ripping. Hey,
1: why, why would you be worried? Why would you be worried about Waddle in the most explosive offense in the league, as opposed to Stevenson, a team that has scored three points in two games? What kind of question is that? Yeah,
3: I don't know. The, I didn't the, know. Have the a highest scoring, didn't offense know. And the scoring offense in the lowest scoring offense the NFL. I didn't know. <laughs>
0: I didn't have a question prepared. I was gonna <laughs> say something, question. and you told me I'm not allowed to say the thing I was gonna say, so I had to pivot in my brain, and it talk took me a fantasy. Sense. Just talk about fantasy. Better <laughs> question. When's the it next time that
2: brings relevant? How long does this rebuild? We can talk about cat names if you really two need to years. get you to- think yeah, Green's <laughs>
1: gonna have so many picks, he'll, he'll 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 strike on a couple of those two to years. Two,
0: two years. Two years. Two years. Start two years. the clock. Um, well, hey, we thought Christian last year was not gonna be a player. He gets Bijan, he gets a couple guys turnover. He had the ETN from a couple years ago that rolls. So, Christian's put a nice roster together. He's right in the thick of it. Christian's going to be there. Um, and when we get to our Week 6 preview, Christian will be at the top of the list of Week 6. Christian, though,
1: Garrett Wilson scares the crap out of me. Oh.
0: Plays I the worst defense in the
1: league, and he's three for 54. No, I think I think Denver's okay.
0: <laughs> Ready to do some Week 6 previewing, gang? Oh let's do it case you got your computer ready i'm ready to go baby pete you got your stats ready yeah steve you got your clicky fingers ready i'm clicking baby all right well let's do it week six do you guys prefer the recap or the preview preview
2: i was thinking about this actually on the way home i love that we do this on wednesdays clear
3: of anything in one show I, I kind of go with uh, thinking that this is more of a preview, and then Me too. we just kind of buzz through the review. Like, I just give, like, one thing. am like, this was I good. I-,
2: I don't like I don't like doing the preview on Thursdays like we did last week or last year. All right. All All right. right. We've got solid good. feedback. Just, I, so, was an okay, I'm talking. <laughs> I like this format way better.
0: <laughs> Thanks, kids. All right. Good game. Good game for the game of the week, guys. Because it's the first seed versus the second seed. Uh, Quick math, three. Quick math, one plus two, three. Can't get much lower than that. Game of the week, a big one. Oh, Christian doesn't have his roster updated. Gosh, Christian, he's got to know we do this on Wednesday. Whatever. It's a big One, one. One seed, Brian Casey, four and one versus two seed, Killabees, Christian, two and one, four and one. Pete, give us the preview. Case. To Darian, where did Steve go?
3: I don't know, but that is also a very dated picture of him. It is like Lucas so little. Look at how little he is. That's so funny. Five years right. ago,
0: like he's got he's got, got a good short sleeve button down on that picture though. Oh, and his Steve sons as big calves
3: is showing off. Showing off. All right, I'm back. Computer. All right, all right. We're gonna go without you. Steve, Whoa. You, is
1: you a big Pluto guy, Steve.
0: That was uh, Disney five years ago. I love Pluto. Really? Why? You really big, goofy guy. You ever find it weird that Goofy can talk but Pluto can't talk? Goofy's also a dog. Correct.
3: Goofy's like fully clothed. It's yeah, weird. he's standing upright. That is
0: bizarre. Think about it. Tony is the right. cat's name, I think. I think Donald, like, Duck, Donald Duck never wears pants. Never wears pants. Yeah, he's he's in the hey. By the world. way, speaking of Donald Duck, Mickey doesn't um, wear a shirt. We have an Alexa upstairs. I'm downstairs, so I can say Alexa and it won't go up. If you play the game Akinator, it's like 20 questions with Alexa. Do it when you go home today. This segment sponsored by Alexa. Alexa, say Akinator. Hey. go.
3: All right, we're talking about Casey and to Darian. All right, Casey oh, yeah. five, five and three against Christian since 2018. Uh, Casey won both games last season, which is sad because he was four and eleven. Uh, Casey comes in as the top scoring team. Darian is fifth. Uh, both teams are four and one, but Casey's average opponent scores about twenty points higher, so it's a much more impressive four and one. Um, Christian actually has the easiest schedule in the league by far. Our opponents only scoring 108 points against him. So a uh, real challenge here. I'm just going to focus on one player. Uh, take notes, guys. Uh, Calvin Ridley. This is uh, my key of the game. I, someone that Casey held on to. And uh, now he needs that Justin Jefferson's out. And he's playing the Colts. They're playing at home. Don't forget, they've been in uh, Jacksonville. They've been in London for two weeks. Ridley last week, he caught seven of eight passes for 122 yards. And Lawrence, he looks like he's doing better. So that's good. Um, And the Colts, they gave up 40 to Puka about two weeks ago, and they gave up 30 to the ghost of DeAndre Hopkins last week, which I benefited from. I think Indy has a problem covering wide receiver ones. So with that, I say big game from Calvin Ridley. I say uh, win for Casey. First place, well secured.
0: Steve, are you good to talk about Christian's team? Sure. The HN injury not only hurts Christian, it benefits Brian because Mm -hmm. we get Mostert with a pretty clear backfield. My guess is you'll see a little bit of the other guy whose name, I don't know, starts with an S, but whatever. Um, Ahmed. There you go. At the same time, Jefferson and Addison. Jefferson's injury helps Christian, though Addison has a Q. Give me your thoughts on what you think Christian does with that H and flip because it's probably not going to be him, and we're in an interesting spot because the guy he may want to play – be suiting up tomorrow night thoughts there and give us your pick Mm -hmm.
1: christian's got a couple more options on his bench he gets white back this week off the bye i think hawkinson actually benefits more than addison does with the jefferson so my again i'm going to go back to the fact that garrett wilson plays with the worst quarterback in the league and against the worst defense in the league right mike in denver you know it three for fifty three um indianapolis to what pete said stinks against the pass but is pretty good against the run they're right in the middle of the pack so i think that's going to benefit case i think case ends up winning this week uh no superlatives though case
0: first week without jefferson but you got cut back last week he looked great he looked old school cup i think you and i benefited from what could be shared targets for him in puka nakuka you get no Jefferson, cut back. You still have the Aman Raq and Devontae did not look himself last week. So is this the roster we're going with? Do you worry about those injuries and give us your first pick post Justin Jefferson?
2: Yeah, I'm not so worried about those guys, Mike. I think uh Saint Brown didn't price at all last week. He had a limited day today. So I think he's tracking well. Steve um,
0: confirmed.
3: Confirmed. I take my I take my news from Steve.
2: Yeah. Um, the, the one move I could see myself doing is more so in the uh Cooper spot with uh Watson's issue. If Watson's out, I can't roll out Cooper again with uh Doriel, whatever his name is, uh, as the quarterback. So if that's the case, then I'll have to go to my bench. Um, got McLaurin. Um, maybe uh Osborne gets a kick with um Jefferson out. I agree with Steve though, I think Hawkinson is going to be the biggest benefit of. Jefferson, because those are the top two target shares for Cousins anyways, who leads the league in touchdown passes.
0: Um, but I'm okay, taking myself.
2: Case,
0: okay, so I'm going to go to you for this question. I'm curious to get the guys' thoughts. So the San Fran-Cleveland game, to me, is a, is the most, in my opinion, that's the most important game other than um, Dadarian's Jets-Philly side. For you, Case, okay, so though, you have two what should be pretty good defenses. Last time we saw Cleveland, whoever their quarterback was, boomerang the whole thing. But you've got two good defenses, you've got San Fran coming east, and if folks who are following the Yahoo app click that little red thing with the circle, that means rain. So you could potentially have two of your starters going against each other with two good defenses in a game that's projected to get rain. Does that change the way you look at it, and do you see yourself taking either of those guys off the field?
3: Good call.
2: No, forecasting changed, too, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, the, the Cooper play will be relative to the quarterback, I still think, not not the weather. No. If I had Pete, to
0: you're, Pete, you're an elements guy. You think about timing of games. You think about that. How much do you take into effect if you think there's going to be rain and wind for your, your guys?
3: I take it into consideration. I think maybe 20 miles an hour winds is when I start to really consider it affecting the pass game. But I also don't really look into weather until Sunday because – you know I I want to make sure I I usually consider it last
0: Steve you think case is thinking about the rain it's going to rain in Cleveland we already we looked at that it looks pretty pretty clear would you take out one of those guys you think that's the right way to look at it
1: I don't think rain affects as much as wind does to be honest with you especially in the passing game same yeah
0: I haven't made my pick No those superheroes to me this game I'm going to take case I think this game's going to be pretty close my reaction when I look at the two rosters and it's something I'm going to keep an eye on over the next couple of weeks. Darren has a pretty deep team. He really has a bench. He's got four or five guys on his bench who if he put in or if somebody else put in, I'd feel okay about it. I think Case still has a little bit more firepower. And so I think this one will be pretty close coming into Monday night. I would bet you that Darren is up. But I think having the quarterback and what hopefully for Case and I is a shootout between the Chargers and the Cowboys will reign supreme in case we'll get a close win that comes down to Monday night in our game of the week. Case, do you get all the picks? Got him. No superlatives. It's a full Casey sweep.
2: Full, full Case sweep.
0: Wow. But a clean Casey sweep, the CCS. Yes. No superlatives.
2: No superlatives for anybody. Nope. Wow.
0: What do you think uh, the chances are that I forget to do a superlative?
2: High. 90%. 90%. <laughs> all right, hold on.
0: Quick math. Or, uh, What's a higher percentage that Mike misses a superlative or he changes it? I'm definitely going to change one. Oh, will change um, a couple times. Change let's it. go to. So I will say I do have my boom and my upset. I haven't figured out my lock yet. I'll kind of play it by ear. Let's yeah, go to game they,
2: number two. Let's let's her, CJ. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. This is the four seed and the six seed going at it for our game number two. Four plus six is ten, gang. That's a. I think the second lowest number. Yep. Yep. Thanks, Steve. Good math guess. Ruska Satley. Thanks, everyone. Um, Pete. Innis, give us the preview six versus four, two, three, and two teams.
3: Heck yeah, I got I got my win. Yahoo must be flabbergasted I have the uh, wins. Anyway, so um, let's talk about me and Innis seven and three against Jeff since 2018. That includes a three-game winning streak for your boy. Uh, you boy. Jeff and I oddly have combined for a third of all of the booms. So if you're looking for a game to pick a boom on, good candidate. Um. Jeff is the fourth-highest-scoring team. I am eighth, so let's just skip right over that. Key to this game, Isaiah Pacheco, my man. I traded Kamara to Jeff, and when I did it, I I tend to look ahead at when I'm going to play Jeff, and I saw that Kamara will be playing at Houston. That is a very terrible matchup for fantasy, so I am very happy that Isaiah Pacheco fell right into the gift that keeps on giving the Denver Broncos defense, which has been so great to uh, running backs. Did you guys see the running? Can I run through the running backs that the Denver Broncos have played against? Oh, ready? Brian Robinson, 32 points. Both Miami running backs, 62 points and 46 points. Khalil Herbert, 27 points. And Brees Hall, 35 points. I called it last week. It is Pacheco's turn, 100% of the gig. I think he goes over 40. So I am going to pick myself in the upset. Uh, Jeff is hot, but I am going to put that fire out. I'm going to stomp him like I do every year.
0: Case, what sort of access do you have for picks? Can you see, Has Pete picked himself every week? Can you see uh, that? Yeah, quick I picked Andy. Pete has not I picked, picked himself. Actually. He didn't pick himself last week. Oh. Mm-hmm. I love the confidence. What, the bravado,
2: is that the word? He's picked himself uh, five out of six weeks, though.
0: Well, he's been right. He's on a, he's on, times. He's on a, he's on a Brian Casey trend right he's now. Been right, he's oh, been right. He's been right a couple times. Um, Case, we'll stay with you just because I got my attention to you, and I'm looking at you. Kate, um, I'm looking at you. Yeah, looking right at him. Looking right at you, kid. Looking at you. innocent is doing the thing that you know I dislike more than most things in our league. He's got two tight ends in his lineup at the moment. Excuse me. Let me take that back. He's got three tight ends in his lineup. He's truly gone. Ooh. He's truly gone the stars and scrubs route. Do you think he's really going to stick with three tight ends and give us the pick as you look at these two rosters?
2: Oh boy, I, I think he might be sticking with three tight ends because I don't want to play Sutton on Thursday night, which might be the reason why he's doing it. Um. I think uh, Pete mentioned it a couple weeks ago. We're starting to see Innes come to form with Taylor coming back, Kamara coming back, and now that lineup is starting to look uh, you know, dangerous. I, I, I suffered from it this past week. The scary guy of all people actually this past week was De La Cum, De La Porte, the tight end for Detroit. He's having a break out What? Wow. here.
0: What? what? La yeah. No, I know who it is. That's, not, that's a made-up thing. You just made that up? De La Cum, De La Porte. No, I know. <laughs> I mean, is that a thing? Do you just make that up? That's pretty good.
2: Really specific so, reference. I'll give, I'll, really give Pete, reference. Like, I'll give Pete a ton of credit, but Yahoo also didn't know they didn't do any scouting on Pete DeLuca where his opening day roster is going to change 10 times over by the time we get through this thing. They're only separated by 0. 0.8 projected points. So this isn't much of a, an upset in terms of the uh, projected score. I think Guinness is going to squeak this one out,
0: though. I'm going to take Jeff. Steve, we got two very different ways to think about roster construction in this game. You've got Pete, who's really going, working hard week to week, looking at these matchups, where Jeff is stars and scrubs, play the waiver wire, but I'm going to rely on my three big dogs. Give me a little bit of sense of like where you think the more optimal way to construct a roster is. This is a year-over-year thing, not a week-to-week thing. And then as you do that, give us your pick for week six of 2023.
1: So if you're looking at Innes' roster and talking about construction right now, The tight ends in his roster so scare me tremendously (laughs) so waller is going to have a a non-daniel jones no daniel jones
0: yeah you think waller's gonna be in his lineup though do you think he's
1: gonna play waller i don't think he's gonna play waller you think he's gonna put in demarcato i think he's gonna play demarcato
0: which i think is a bad pick to play personally but i think that's who he's gonna go with
1: because i think keontae ingram is actually gonna get i think
0: ingram i think they're gonna split personally you're not gonna see either of them on my roster
1: yeah big thing is how scared we all are of. Daylight come and day lot of Porta. What was this past this past week? I don't know if you've noticed the trend in Philadelphia. Nope. Someone, someone complains about what it is that they've they've been receiving. So it was Brown who blew up against uh, and hurts on uh, yep. the play in Washington. Comes back the next week and blows up. Goddard, they said uh, last week was going to have a huge week. He blows up last week. They make sure to get him the ball. I don't think Goddard has another big week this week against the Jets. Taylor's really in a question right now for him because are they going to go split with the way that Moss has been playing or are you going to really give Taylor it back? I mean, after Moss goes off of what he did last week, you can't just give the, the everything to Taylor. So, right. And then for LaPorta, talking about these three tight ends, Mike, if uh, St. Brown is back for Detroit, that's going to take targets away. So I think the bottom half of, of Duddy's roster is going to be in trouble. I think there are a couple of matchups here for Pete that I like. I like Christian Kirk against Indy. So uh, I'm going to take Pete, and Pete is my upset. Steve, I
0: board. appreciate you. I appreciate what you just did so well. Do you know why I appreciate what you just did so much? Because you hate tight ends. No, no, not even that. I asked you a question. You didn't even come close to answering my question, but you transitioned what you wanted to say as though it was beautifully. Steve. Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, short of teamwork, right there, buddy. That was that was fabulous. Moving yeah,
3: on until you answered it. Did I
2: just I just read that uh, the the Colts are going to ramp up Jonathan Taylor's workload this year,
0: this week. Oh, wow. I, I think this year, you're right. I think you're likely to see a ramp up from. I Jonathan think it's gonna Taylor. it's going to be a split. The only I thing
2: is think this year, Pete,
1: is Adam Thielen. What a resurgence from that guy! Yeah. Huh? He's been My fantastic, draft. man. Well, it but also helps that you're down That's by draft. twenty. You're also hoping they're down by 20 points every game. They got to throw the ball.
3: Yeah, I like wide receivers on bad teams. I feel like they always get a good shot to do something That's at the end of the game. You
0: go call those, follow those targets. I like the way you put your team together more than Jeff has. And so I think I mentioned it last. Last comment on uh, the case game. Uh, uh, McCaffrey's awesome. I love McCaffrey. I don't think he's going to get 24 points this week. Uh, and I don't. For some reason, I just hate the game in London or wherever you are. I don't like the start time. I don't having guys on it. So I think when I look at what Jeff has, I like Jeff's team. I still think Jeff's a playoff team. I think Jeff loses this week. I have Pete. I don't love a stack going to Baltimore. Tennessee does weird stuff. I don't think McCaffrey plays as big of a game as he does. And then three tight – I just don't like – I think Pete's done a good job of putting some good players in the field. Again, I don't think they're splashy names, but the receivers get targets and the running backs are on the field. So basic level – that's a good sign. Yes, Steve.
1: Yep. The other problem with McCaffrey this week is uh, Watson is likely to be out. And if that's a sloppy game and Watson is out, I think Mitchell's going to see a, some more carries there for McCaffrey. It's gonna I do hurt. have to say
3: that um, with, the, with the Ravens game being uh, the London game, I am going to watch that. And if Lamar does happen to do something, I like to have the flexibility to still move players around before noon. So there might be some changes given whether or not Lamar goes bananas.
0: Well, another guy that would benefit from Lamar going bananas gets us to our third game of the week. Wait, stop, Brian. Do we all get picks in there? I think <laughs> yeah, we did. You're the only one with Jeff. All three of us took Pete. Yeah, it'll be okay. You never said it. You just you said
2: you liked his roster. No, um, he said it. He said I like Pete this week. I, I didn't really- say it. No, he said he'll peace picking Pete. He came on a little. Okay, I got it now. I didn't give you Superlative, nope. though. Have- Superlative is for you
1: and Steve, right? Nope. Yeah. No, this was my upset, I said. Upset, this is not upset.
0: my upset. I got a different Thank upset. You, you got, got a
1: one job. One I got a job.
0: superlative coming up next, guys. Just be ready for it. Game number three, seed number three, Steve DeVito. As I was – I was. my transition was a wonderful transition. London game, Lamar, Lamar beneficiary, Steve with Mark Andrews. Really was going to tie in nicely. Case was listening better. We would be where we should be, Pete. But let's do it for Tony the Tiger. Steve, yeah. Spates, Spates, Steve, DeVito, CJ, Cliff, Vinny, go. Mark
3: Andrews, 89th episode. Think about it. Um, all right. Uh, Spates is 6-2 and two against Steve since 2000. Steve, are you aware of this?
0: Ownership.
3: Yeah, he's he's kind of hammered me after the uh, Dominic Rhodes saga. Wow. <laughs> Who knew this? Uh, Steve's win uh, in week 13 last year snapped a five-game winning streak that CJ had against him. That went all the way back to 2019. So, yeah, CJ with some ownership papers on Steve. Who knew? Uh, but, Steve, you are the second-highest scoring team this year. We had, uh, 159 points a game. Spates is ninth, so a little bit of an upset there. Uh, key person in this game, for me, Cooper Cup on the way up, uh, going against Arizona. He was uh, had 12 for 118 against Philadelphia in his return. <laughs> call timeout.
1: Somebody call timeout. Why whatever. He's not in this game. He's, like He's not in this game. Oh, I thought he was on- – oh,
3: my God, old guy, whatever. Okay, well – oh, my God, I, th- I thought that he was – that was old school. Old he was school. on my team last year.
0: Steve, wow. remember I he had him me. and he traded him and he was tanking that year? Don't bring that back up. No, no, no. Real this quick last
3: this afternoon. Year. Let, me, let me take a look. I went uh, after it last year. Go to somebody else, Mike.
0: All right, Steve, can I go to you first? I'm going to get your take on your team second. <laughs> when I look at Spades' team is, is made for you to analyze. I see weather, Q, 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 Q. Hmm. hmm.
1: I'm actually kind of petrified of this week. Wow, what a take good word, good word very uh very uh, Halloween themed petrified yeah I, I'm I am spooked. so <laughs> um
2: <laughs> my kid calls all that stuff spookies when we drive around. he sees the decorations of like spookies. Uh, uh,
1: I am shaken. So I was just talking about the whole Philadelphia thing. Devonta Smith last week, what does he have two catches? the whole game Hmm. sauce Gardner is going to be on AJ Brown that could shut him down scares me that Devonta Smith this could be a Devonta Smith week in Philadelphia I also am really concerned if Eckler is back is Eckler going to get a full workload if he does get a full workload I'm in a whole heap of trouble but I think Todd Heap was number 89 now 86 86 he was great, by the way, in uh, Hard Knocks. Hard Knock hype guy, yeah, for sure. He's a Hard Knock hype so guy. So CJ's team, there are four Qs on the board. Eckler said that he's going to be back. Hey, four Qs. Up with watch a you, throwing you know. out today. Uh, <laughs> Evans. So to me, Evans is the is is one of the key players in this whole thing because I have Godwin. If Edwin's, if Edwin's, if Evans is out, Godwin watch. is going to get all of those targets. Um, and even if Evans plays. With that hamstring issue, um, I still think Godwin's going to get more play here. Uh, I think Allen and Pollard are going to have big nights. It's going to be a shootout in L.A. on Monday night. I like that I have two guys on Monday. And uh, as I had mentioned earlier, I think this is Pollard's coming out party against the Chargers, who are terrible against the run. I'll take myself.
0: Pete, you want to say something?
1: Sure. I mean, I'm I'm ready to go now. Go.
0: Who's the person (laughs) you
1: now would like to talk?
0: Well, of course, you
3: didn't mention. No, it was it was gonna be Chris Godwin. I do think it's actually interesting whether or not Evan. So hey, what a good transition. I could I could just talk about DeVito's guy. But uh, but if if uh it is kind of interesting when you look at um the defense that they're going against, it's given up multiple touchdowns to number two wide receivers. The last one they gave it to they gave up a touchdown to Watson against Dobbs, they gave up two touchdowns against um Tyler Lockett earlier in the season. So Chris Godwin, number two wide receiver, could stand to benefit a lot in that matchup. If not, he gets the number one looks. So I was gonna say DeVito key to the matchup and I'll still pick Steve.
0: Pete, did you just know that stat? Like, how'd you find that so fast? You have like stat.com or something? No,
3: I looked up stuff and I thought I thought about it for about two minutes, and then I came up with an idea. He's a CBS sports line guy. Well okay, so your Um I'm going to
2: take Steve. I'm going to take Steve to boom. I think the boom is coming out of this matchup. We know one of these guys booms a little bit, and one guy doesn't boom at all. So I'm going to take Steve as my boom. It's just, uh, Everybody getting their lineup back. Both these guys were crushed by buys last week, so we're seeing a, a formidable matchup. I think Steve's going to outlast them um, this week. So I'll take Steve booming.
0: Get me on the boom train. I'm with Case. I think Steve booms this week. I think Steve's due. He's got a couple guys who – I think the Chargers coming back, and I agree with you. I think that Monday night game is going to be a pretty, pretty high-scoring game. I don't really? love Evan Ingram in the game, but do your thing, Steve. Any last words? We got a sweep for Devito and two booms on the board. Number two wide receivers against Detroit score a lot. Just noticing that.
1: Weird.
3: Weird.
0: So, oh. Mike,
1: who do you uh, who do you put in if you're taking out Ingram?
0: Uh, I would probably check that weather on the Cleveland game. I would check the weather on the Minnesota game. Uh, probably one of those two guys. Personally, I'm not a tight end. I'm not a big Evan Ingram guy. Maybe even Judy, too, in all honesty. I would if think about it. He plays him.
1: Ford against San Francisco?
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, speaking of getting some advice on who to play, we're going to my game. I can barely put a roster together. Wait till you guys hear who I'm thinking about playing this week. Pete, give us the preview. Kaleli versus Davida.
3: All right. Mike is 4-3 and three against Andy. Uh, Andy swept the two games last year. But prior to that, Mac, you would Mike, you had won four games in a row. Um, you guys have combined for... 42 percent of the all-time booms so wow. if you're looking for a boom matchup this one's even better um andy's the third highest scoring team he scores 137 points per game mike you're seventh. uh is stefan diggs on andy's team before i start i want to i don't want to make any moves here all right good diggs, <laughs> all right stefan diggs is the key player for david's team uh he's had three straight hundred yard games he caught some deep passes he's been catching some deep passes which um I think that are you know would really help out the game, obviously. But Buffalo, I don't know if you guys watched the London game. They lost a lot of defensive players. And I think that the Bills are going to be in a lot of more shootouts going forward than a lot of people think. Um, the Giants, they've been hurt by like 40-plus yard plays. They gave up a lot of points to Tyree Kill. They gave up a ton to Debo Samuel earlier in the year. I think that Diggs is prime for a big spot. So I'm going to pick DeVita. I'm going to pick him to Boom, which, as we spoke about, is not a stretch. But uh, I'll go with Andy.
0: Couple big injuries on this one, Steve. Uh, don't worry, I'm picking Andy in a second. So um, Saquon and Higgins practice in a limited fashion. Kelsey practiced in a limited fashion, and Myers also limited his. Could have been a resting because they played a day and a half ago. But four guys on the roster in a very when there's some cues that are fake cues. These are cues. Old school cues, not former P's that have turned into cues. These are cues. Who do you think plays of this consortium and does who play dictate who you pick? Go for it, Steve.
1: No, I, my, my pick is done. No matter who plays here. Kelsey is playing tomorrow night. Um, Mahomes and Kelsey, you, they may come out of this game with 70 plus points combined. Um, 80, I'll say 80. I think they're going to get 80. between get it. Them. Um, Higgins with that rib fracture. Um, Originally, they said there was going to be a four-week injury. So um, I I don't envision that. And if he doesn't play, that's going to help Andy with Boyd uh, on the other side. Barkley, I don't see how the Giants play Barkley against Buffalo with no Daniel Jones because all Buffalo will then do is put eight men in the box because they have no wideouts on the outside. They could do anything, and they aren't going to have anyone to throw the ball. I'm taking Andy. Andy is my boom. There you go. The pick.
0: Brian, I last week you had a game where like well, injuries. It's I'm having a hard time generally putting a roster together. I did it kind of as a bit. I'm gonna say one: if Kelsey doesn't play for some reason tomorrow night, Kadarius Tony is in my roster in a non-joking way. Kelsey is playing. Tony
1: Tony
3: Mike, do it. You got to do it.
0: I got to say, not? I gotta say one it. thing. I got to say one thing to Brian and to Steve. Pete, great friend of mine. Very manipulative. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that. Yeah, you should see the texts he sends me. I have to. He'll, he'll say like, "Hey," and I'll say, "Don't offer me another trade for Kyler Murray. I don't want Kyler Murray. Stop <laughs> doing it." He,
3: he doesn't know what's good for him. I'm trying to say like, you don't. I'm not asking a lot. I'm not saying like, I want your best player. I'm saying, hey, I got this guy. Let's talk. And Mike, he he's it. like, he was good "No, no, no. You're
0: trying to manipulate me. I hate you." I'm like, okay. you yourself." i would never say hate i would never say hate. i would say don't do it and now i don't even respond to my just highlight my message that i want case what do you do what would you do if you were me I, this is the best i can do at the moment i have a couple guys on the bench who i may have to move but there's a couple guys i can't really cut where You're, my roster is you got a chub in there huh i picked up chuba cool. i could put Chuba. i switched it i have tony in right now yeah good move mike i'd play tony
2: i would too. <laughs> I would well, I, if you're if you're looking for a dart throw, I may might play Mims.
0: The only reason I feel I'm like I have to play Tony, no, I'm not playing Mims, I don't trust the outfit. Here, let me tell you why I think Tony is actually the play I'm going to make is because if I don't play him, I then don't have him or Mims, and then I have two guys on my roster who are dart throws to even play. So then, if Higgins or Barkley doesn't play, I can throw Chuba in. If they both don't play, I'm throwing in Kendra Miller. Like. It's a tough week. Anthony Richardson killed me last week. He, I don't even know if he can be a reliable quarterback anymore. Like, I can't finish games. I don't – be injured. I don't care if you're injured you miss games. Stop getting hurt in the first quarter of these games because you do reckless stuff. Um, I'm in a tough spot. I think Steve's analysis on Andy's team was right. I'm assuming Kelsey plays. use my injury guy. Uh, I like Andy's team this week. I think Andy puts up a pretty big week. I think I will take Andy – as the upset pick. Andy is my upset six over four. I'm in trouble this week. I do like my Dak pickup. I do think that game on Monday night is high scoring. If I can somehow cobble either a stinky Davida game or DJ Moore continues to be the greatest player in the history of the world. I think Dak picks up a pretty big game. I think Monday's going to be a pretty high scoring game, which is why I like Evan Dak this week, but I'll, I'll still take Andy with the pick In case you uh, haven't picked. Him,
2: yeah. Like I'm going to do for the first, for the first time in league history, or Pickham history. I'm taking Andy as my upset and my lock. Never had that combination before. An nice. upset lock.
0: If you really boom. want to do it, give Andy the trifecta. Give them all. We've had,
2: we've had upset booms, but I'm going upset lock this week. Why don't you upset, upset lock boom? Yeah, because I think Tabito's going to boom. I don't think Andy's going to boom. I know, but it's okay for the content. <laughs> what
0: for the content? It's no one's like cost. keeping what.
2: <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm I'm still playing catch up. I need to get myself back in the next. <laughs> He's still
1: playing.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I feel really bad, guys. I forgot if
2: I did all my picks. Um, I got you so far, Mike. You, this next game has to lock for you.
0: <laughs> I plan on that. I plan on that. I plan. All right. Last game of the week, uh, the Orchids versus Breen. I would have <laughs> said, said I'd never seen these guys talk, but I think I saw them talk at the, uh, at the draft this past year. Lloyd is very sociable. Talks yeah. to everybody. Talks to everybody. All right. We'll give us the preview uh talks in the sleep Lord, dude that room was so big you guys could have been having a party i wouldn't even have heard you i missed the red room so bad lloyd love the red room oh well, you
2: look at your picture like i don't want to sleep in there it's probably best room to sleep in the house guaranteed
0: i still my body temperature is still too low because of that i haven't been able to get warm since that night i will right, well, give us the preview lloyd versus breen let's hear it pete hey Pete, All you right, want and- to do a uh, check again to see who you're going to preview
3: Uh, no, I got this one. All right, uh, Lloyd (laughs) Lloyd and Breen. Um, Breen's three and one against Lloyd. Lloyd won the last game, 130 to 100. But uh, Breen obviously won the three in a row before that. Lloyd's six and scoring. Breen dead last. Key player, Drake London. Yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, up against Washington, you know, uh, Justin Fields last week he threw for 282 and hurts 319 the week before that. So I think there's going to be a lot of air yards in the um matchup for Atlanta. In the same matchup, they gave up 230 yards to DJ Moore. Don't forget that. So um, I also like Tua. I think um, that's not going to be a hot take this week, but because Carolina has pretty good good stats against quarterbacks, but when you look at the quarterbacks that they played, they played against Ritter, Derek Carr, Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins. It's like the worst quarterback list of all time. And then they finally played against Goff, and Goff tore him up for like three touchdowns this weekend. So I think that Tua actually is going to be a big play um panthers are going to be traveling into miami so anyway i'm gonna go with lloyd um we might as well start calling breen officer breen because everyone that sees him gets locked up so lloyd you want my lock officer breen
0: (laughs) it took me a second to pick that one up um it's late case let's bring you into this one first no cues on the board for steve to comment on so we'll see what content you can take from him um lloyd's team nearly boomed last week he comes in he came in last week, if you recall, with the second hardest schedule. He goes almost boom, pivots it to Kevin. So it could be a nice run in his schedule. A win gets him back to 500. Any places you worry either on underperformance from Team Dan or overperformance on Team Kevin?
2: I guess you, uh, an underperformance spot for Dan would be the McLaughlin run that he's on. Is that – for real, or is that a, a a mirage, if you will, for the last two weeks? Because he has to play him this week with Herbert going down um, and some of his bench guys, that this depth that's gone away, Najee on a bye and Dotson and all that type of stuff. I mean, he's still got too much for Breen, especially if Brees Hollis is back and for real like he was last year. And I agree with, with Pete on the 2 of play um, Again, there's not a lot of talk about with Breen. It's more or less, you know, when is he going to be back? And we've already cited 2025. So I'm taking Lloyd straight up
0: i so steve we just went together the thing i am worried about with dan is he's got two what i would call dart throws on his roster tomorrow night i think you could see javante williams you could even see p ryan mclaughlin might genuinely get the five points he's projected and you just never know who kansas city targets could be a big tony game could be a big noah gray game could be a big run game and he could potentially be entering the weekend with two guys putting up 15 points. To me, when I look at the path to a win, it's what I would, I would, I think keeping those two guys in for Dan is mismanagement. I think the puts just from my appetite, way too much risk in my field. How do you weigh having someone like that who is his bottom of the roster on a Thursday night and then who's your pick as you analyze the game? Is there
1: really a thing of risk when you're going against what Breen is putting out there? Oh, don't ever do
0: that! Don't Ooh. do that.
1: That's a. Death yeah, have we ever had place. an offer in the league? Probably. Yeah, Ross went over Ross must
2: have gone offer. Must have. Yeah. Okay. Kev's uh, not going. For Davido, to to answer by the way, that was like a professional transition, Mike. What? That was really good. What was? That whole layout of the transition for Steve, just to him to. Thanks, Thanks man.
0: Yeah. I, th- I really thought about that. I was looking at. it. I was analyzing. It was, it was really almost. good.
1: You like, guys all done petting each other over there? Okay. Is it really?
0: <laughs> uh, Dan is my lock. But oh, Steve, but seriously, though, I'm being serious. With that. Qu- he's got t- his worst two guys play Thursday night. I, it does but
1: it it doesn't matter. McLaughlin. Yeah, so to McLaughlin, he's going to face competition, like it says in the little blue box there for anyone who hasn't looked. But Javante Williams is playing. He mm-hmm. has no injury designation. So yeah, I mean. McLaughlin is going to play. He's going to get a couple of carries, but who do you put in? Doxon? Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer. Too much competition. in the, it, it, it. I don't know. You don't think they're going to come out of the bye in, with their first-round pick and Quentin Johnson, try and get him involved?
0: Sure, but I think it's going to be a high score. I'd much rather have a back-end mm-hmm. coverage of Monday night than a dart throw on Thursday, personally. But I, I'm, I'm I would also- actually
1: – I would actually prefer to play uh, Smith and Jigba if I was him.
0: Sure. I don't mind that either. I don't mind that either. I think there's more upside it's to those guys, right. I'd I actually
1: think. take Rasheed Rice out.
0: I'd, I'd keep think. McLaughlin, and I'd
1: take out Rice.
0: I think there's not. I, I worry that the upside doesn't match the risk, the risk-reward for what Lloyd has out there. I'm with you, Steve. At the end of the day, I think Dan, top to bottom, has more talent than Kevin's team. The one place I will look at – New Orleans is – has been like helpful to Kev. New Orleans defense. Excuse me. That's a Houston. Yeah. Houston's offense has been helpful. Strauss has been better than I thought. Collins has been better than I thought. Pierce has been a workhorse. New Orleans defense, even though the Pats stink, defense is really good. So he gets a tough matchup in two places that he needs to do well. Josh Allen, they could smoke the Giants, so that could be an under underscoring game. Um, I just think Dan's top of his roster is a little better than Kevin's. I I, 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 I think that. this is going to be closer than we think because I don't think Dan's going to perform as well as he has. <laughs> I'll take Dan as a lock because I have to, but I bet you it's like 128 to 106. Yeah,
2: okay. if, you're, if you're a lawyer, the strategy, Mike, I think you were trying to get to is like, you want to take the risk out of it when you're playing Kevin this week. Like you want to play your high floor or what's the easiest path for you to score because you are playing a weaker opponent. You risk more, it doesn't pay off. You're asking to get upset. I
0: agree. And Kevin's not going to go winless. He's probably going to beat me, but he won't go winless would be my <laughs> prediction as we go. No. All
3: right. Before we go on, um, Ross Carmaldi, two thousand five, zero and
0: fourteen. Good for Ross. Who did he beat that year? <laughs> <laughs> zero
3: and fourteen. Who uh, was the starting
0: quarterback? Can we look? What year was it?
3: Uh, two thousand five. He also went one and thirteen in two thousand four. So he had he had right on a pretty rough two years there. <laughs> I don't
1: know if he had a rough 2005, two years. Two thousand five.
0: He was zero and right, fourteen. So in two thousand five, Steve, pick a week. Week nine. Sure. Week nine, he lost (laughs) 304 to 159. (laughs) His starting quarterback was Brett Favre. Wow. Wow, what a a team. Chris Cooley was one of the running backs. What a team. I I will say, though, he was ahead of his time. He did have the Green Bay Packers stack.
3: He was stacking way back then.
0: (laughs) Brett Favre (laughs) and Donald Driver. That's the Ross Cromaldi stack. (laughs) All right, Case, give us the pick recap before we close this,
2: this out. Guys, this is an extremely boring week for the pick. Why do we sweep everywhere? We all everywhere? have the exact same picks outside of the Innis-Pete matchup. I'm the only one that took okay. Innis. All of our picks are the exact same. It looks like we're 5-0 and oh in cases. Outside four. of superlatives. Wow. I got a chance to make up one game on you clowns.
1: I'm actually pretty certain that Pete and I have the exact same superlatives.
2: Um, yeah, you guys have the exact same picks. It's called intelligence.
0: I don't know about that. Which one are we? Which one are we What's most done? likely to get wrong?
1: <laughs> What's I that? I
0: worry. I worry the game we're going to get wrong. I'm. I'm worried. going to beat Lloyd?
1: <laughs> Why are you worried about that? That'd be great.
0: Just for, for the picks, picks. Just for the picks. Just for the picks. For the picks.
2: I think. I think Innis Pete is tight. Me versus yeah, Christian. We have a clean sweep of me, but no superlatives for the one seed, which is I think speaks to that matchup being closer than we think. So I think. If you wanted to flip, taking Christian actually might not be a bad play. So
0: I will say Christian did update his roster while we were on the pod. He took HN out. Who did he put in? I don't know. I'm in (laughs) (laughs) 0-4. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. He has Hawkinson and and Addison in his roster at the moment.
2: Hey, Mike, I don't know if you know about this, but people say that Hawkinson might yield more targets with Jefferson out. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that.
0: All right, well there we go, gang. Week six on the horizon. Good pod, a lot of banter, good times. Um, as a reminder, if you have any suggestions for Pete's new cat, please send uh, your suggestions to cat at entering milford. I, I want a
3: Boston sports name. You got any? You got any advice for a Boston sports name?
0: Tony. Tony. Tony the Tiger and Tony Caligria. Oh, that's before our time. Caligria
3: is not his name. I like What's like Pedro, name? but I don't want to go with Pedro
2: cat. Calig- 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 <laughs> what did I say? Caligria. Tony Calligraphy. Uh, Caligliero. Calig-
0: right. Caligliero, that's it. Brady. All right.
2: Okay. Bill. Bill. I was thinking maybe just Bill. I like my I actually Mom? like Pete to your point. I like uh, real names for animals. Like uh I always said if I had a dog, I would name him Ed. So I was like, hey Ed, stop shitting on the carpet. I don't know any
3: Neds. Good to know. Good to know that you, nope. like, you prefer human names for pets who
0: would have thought ed. Oh, ed. all right for ed for brian for steve for pete good luck on week six everyone cooper cup
3: thank you for listening to entering milford a fantasy football podcast This show is available each Thursday on Spotify, through Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else podcasts are available.